I'm R.L. Stein. I write the Goosebumps books. Whoa. Hello. I'm R.L. Stein. I write the Goosebumps books. Hello. I'm R.L. Stein. I write the Goosebumps books. You're not R.L. Stein. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Top 5 of Death. This is our second episode. So if you're returning, thank you. And if this is your first one, you should probably listen to the first one because they have somewhat something to do with each other. I'm here with, once again, BWK. Hey, everybody. <laughs> nice. And the dual train himself, Ryan Dooley. Hey. And Jesus. <laughs> but um, so anyway, move, moving on. Uh, so this is our second episode. So if you didn't understand, well, I really didn't do too good of a job of explaining it last episode. So the show is called The Top Five of Death. Now, where the death comes in is each week we have a list of a topic. The list goes up on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash top five of death, where you can vote on which list you like the most or you agree with the most. Then the winner, whoever gets the most votes is declared the winner. And the following week, they get to decide how the other two hosts or three or however many hosts we have die. And it usually has something to do with the previous episode. It is very grim. It's a very dark show. Yeah, apparently. I'm a very dark soul. You can't see this, but I'm actually wearing fishnets on my arms. (laughs) And I have black eye makeup (laughs) and a cape. He's currently listening to the band Cold. Cold and the Bajas. (laughs) Um, They're very dark. So anyway, so last week's episode was on original Nintendo games. And I won. I won. If you want to see the list, go check it out at facebook.com slash top five of death. I can't stress that enough. Um, but I won. So I get to decide how these two idiots die. Yikes. Oh, gosh. Yeah, go for it. And especially, and once again, I can't stress enough, listen to the last week's episode because if if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's all from the previous week's episode. So who wants to die first, BWK or Dooley? I guess I'll... Uh I'll we're gonna take go. The plunge. We're gonna go with the dually death. I, I can't bear to see you die. <laughs> this is so sad. Okay, so this is how you die, Dooley. <sighs> At your most recent birthday party, you get a little too drunk with your family around. At the cutting of the cake, you accidentally swear in front of your entire family. Your father, embarrassed, uh, embarrassed by your potty mouth, gives you a swift dis. dis- that was a uh, that was a technical malfunction. I didn't actually say the word wrong. That was, <laughs> that was an actual. That was an actual IT. That was a problem goof. with the tape. Yeah, um, <laughs> the tape. <laughs> that's right. So we're, we're doing this on tape, like I said. <laughs> so your uh, your dad, your father, uh, gives you a, a quick slap to the back of the head to um, to punish you for for cursing in front of your entire family. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you? He says. And before you can even answer, you receive an even stronger slap in the back of the head. And then you turn around, and it's your uncle. (laughs) (laughs) One upping my father. So, worried that he's been yet again one up by your uncle, (laughs) your father slaps you across the face. You are in shock and don't know what to do. Before you can even react, before you can even react, you are closed fist punched in the face (laughs) by your father. Once again, your uncle has. <laughs> Once again, your your uncle has one up your 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 father. Uh, so your father has had enough. Always being second banana, he decides to up the ante. He picks up an empty beer bottle and smashes it into your <laughs> oh my face. God. Not to be outdone, though. Your okay. uncle picks up Page the two. dining room chair. <laughs> 
and breaks it over your back. Your father can no longer take it and knows he has to end your life in order to once and for all beat your uncle. He picks up the knife he used to cut the cake, grabs you from behind, whispers in your ear, I love you, son, (laughs) and drags the the knife across your throat, cutting you from ear to ear. And as you begin to bleed out, and before you take your last breath, your uncle runs over and snaps your neck, killing you instantly, <laughs> thus retaining his role as one-upping your dad in your final moments. Wow. So that's how you died. Jesus. That's a rough. That's rough. Sorry, Bell. <laughs> I'm very, very sorry. Not looking forward to my 26th birthday at all. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Just got to clean up my mouth. All right. I'm all not right. looking forward to how I died. No, no, I'm not looking forward to that. Now, BWK, on the other hand. Oh, God. This is, this is how you die. For old time's sake, you and your brothers decide to play three ninjas yet again. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you reprise your role as Tum Tum. You put on a karate gi, only to realize you are without your iconic bag of candy. <laughs> now that you are older, you take it upon yourself to go out and buy some candy. You drive to the local convenience store, still in full Tum Tum garb, <laughs> and walk in only to realize you stumbled into a robbery in progress. You try to leave, but... After years of being picked on as Tum Tum, you decide that you are tired tired of being considered the joke of the ninja trio. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> you determine that stopping this robbery will earn you the, the respect Tum Tum deserves. <laughs> you turn around and walk toward the robber who has the clerk at gunpoint. Hey, karate kid, fuck off, says the gunman. <laughs> what a misinformed gunman. But this only angers you further to be confused for Daniel's son when the mushroom <laughs> when the mushroom cut wig you are wearing is a dead giveaway that you are in fact Tum Tum. <laughs> Obvi- uh, now you walk with conviction toward the robber who now has the gun aimed at you. You get close enough to strike and, pro- and proclaim, let's light him up. <laughs> You try to punch him in the balls, but before you can drop down, the gunman puts the gun to your head and, and ends Tum Tum's valiant effort. <laughs> nice try, Tum Tum. Hey, at least I died heroically. Hey, yeah, you know, you're right. I really died for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> you just got beaten to death by your family. <laughs> oh, and that is our first death in the top five of death, everybody. Wow. So, that's how the show works. So... Once again, we're going to do a a new episode right now with a new list. And if you want to participate, go to facebook.com slash top five of death and cast your vote on which list you liked the best. This week's episode I'm pretty excited about is on shows you grew up with as a child Mm. or a kid. So these can be cartoons. They can be sitcoms. They can be shows that are nowhere near your age range as far as whatever, just so long as you grew up with them. And they aired on TV. And they aired on TV, correct. Mm -hmm. Um, It's funny because I was definitely an indoor kid growing up. I didn't didn't do much else besides watch TV. Right. Well, for someone who didn't learn to walk till they were seven, it was was pretty hard for you. I was locked in a closet for a very long time. They had those Forrest Gump gimpy legs. Uh, all right, but um, I've been talking quite enough, so why don't we move it over to... Uh, who started last time? You started, right, Dooley? I started, yeah. BWK, you want to start? Yeah, why don't we have BWK start? Oh, God, okay. And the pressure's on you. All right, so this is... Uh, oh, it better star- be good. Starting with number five, shows you grew up with. BWK, what do you got? Okay, so my number five, my, fi- my fifth best is 1993. I was age nine, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Very Woo-wee. good. Very good. 
That is a solid show. Yeah. Solid. Well, it's actually probably a pretty bad show. Um, <laughs> nope, solid. Holds up today. Perfectly fine. <laughs> definitely okay. watchable on Netflix. <laughs> you can definitely watch more than one episode. There's so many of them. But uh, the reason why, uh, I mean, different like versions of them, I was trying to do... I think do it's still a thing. Yeah, it's still a thing. Oh, it's definitely still a thing. I was trying to do some research on it, and I literally had to comb through like 15 different versions of them just to get to the original Power Rangers. Well, and that's not even including... The Japanese show that dates back, I think, to the '80s. Well, I don't know if it was including that. The Super Super Sensei. We'll have to go to Wikipedia for that answer. <laughs> That's which, right. Which is, as anybody may know, is where I get all of my information. <laughs> which source. is a very reliable source. <laughs> yeah. So much so that they allow you to use it as a source in all your collegiate. Uh, I'm pretty. Papers. Sure, I'm pretty sure the paper, uh, the uh, Wikipedia page, was updated by the Power Rangers themselves. Probably. <laughs> it was updated by uh, what the frigs is that? What's that robot's name? Alpha. Alpha. <laughs> I know that because it's in my notes. <laughs> but um, did you know it's the 20th anniversary of Power Rangers? I did not know that. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it was about yeah. Uh, I saw something today on, on um, <laughs> the internet. Anyway, so, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so here are some of the things. Um, when I was a kid, uh, I know a lot of people weren't allowed to watch Power Rangers. Like it was um, really yeah, because uh, it was like violent, I guess. Yeah, all that violence. <laughs> you guys, you guys were all allowed to watch it. Oh yeah, and honestly, and and it's funny because I was not allowed to do much as a kid, so especially walk. So I guess maybe it wasn't as bad as people thought. But um, I know, like, I I have some friends who never watched it because they weren't allowed to. But um, I was, I was allowed to watch whatever the heck I wanted to. Wow. Where'd you grow up again? Church. I, yeah, I grew up in a church. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, very liberal church. They let me watch Power Rangers. But uh, so anyway, some of the notes I wrote down here is that. Um, I th well, okay, so p for people that don't know, it, I can't imagine there's anybody, but we'll just presume that they exist. Mm -hmm. um, it's a show, it's like a kung fu show where these teenagers are, for whatever reason, elected to be, I don't know, like uh, kung fu masters. Some type of power ranger. Yeah, they're like, imagine like a ranger, but they have powers. <laughs> but anyway, so. Like a forest ranger. <laughs> But they uh, get to like transform into robots, and they do, and they fight like um, putties and stuff like that. Yeah, putties. Uh, and then a few other like powerhouse villains, uh, like Rita Repulsa Oof. and Lord Zed. Lord Zed was an awesome makeup-looking character. Yeah. And interestingly enough, according to Wikipedia, he didn't show up until season two. Season yeah. two. It went that long with just Rita Repulsa. I knew that. I don't need Wikipedia. Oh, um, hmm. maybe did you update this Wikipedia page? I might have. But uh, one thing I thought was really funny is when Rita Repulsa first wakes up, this is like in the opening sequence, she says, ah, finally, after 10,000 years, I'm free. Now it's time to conquer Earth. What? <laughs> what? Why? Why is that your next step? Like, <laughs> how, like, literally how about, takes the I don't know, brush your goddamn teeth? <laughs> she uh. was like in a sewer on the moon, and she, second she gets out, <laughs> second she gets out, she wants to conquer Earth. Um, also, like, how about, I don't know. Pour yourself a glass of OJ. Yeah, like, like make some French toast. Like, I mean, take a second. Yeah, take a second to wake up after ten thousand years slumber. Uh, yeah. Christ Almighty. So uh, we're actually getting some information from from, uh, from our our engineer. According to our engineer Trini, who was the Yellow Ranger, um, died on 9/11. According to a envelope with uh, pen written on it, <laughs> <laughs> that's being held up at us. All right. That is our source on that one. <laughs> thanks, thanks, engineer. Yeah, that really brings the uh, the mood up. With that factoid. Was it just a coincidence she died, or did she die in the attack? Co oh, coincidence. Oh, All she, right. So she just, like, 
it's was really it nine? Was it nine eleven two thousand five? Irrelevant. You like drown in a pool or something? Oh. <laughs> Weird. Um, one one thing I wrote down as a note is that uh, I always got Amy Jo Johnson confused with Melissa Joan Hart, and um, for huh. for people That's who funny. know, uh, in the '90s, though, those are both pretty big. You know, titty uh, girl. <laughs> 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 pretty big celebrities. So um, I just thought it would be interesting to mention. Um, I was funny, wrong. But. Funny thing about that show, if you watch it now, you'll notice that the the footage of you know them kind of like in their school clothes at the cafeteria hanging out looks much different from like the battle footage, and it's because they didn't film any of that stuff in America. That was all taken from the the Japanese show, so they would take that and edit it in with all of you know the made for America like you know teen box drama. kids like yeah. teen stuff going on. Teen stuff. All right, cool. And yeah. which is w- another reason why, like, Rita's words never really match her mouth. <laughs> Do you guys ever notice that? It's because it was dubbed. Oh, I, even as a kid, I was like, "Why?" It was dubbed. words match her mouth. <laughs> and then Skrillex made an appearance. Yeah, she'd open her mouth. It's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> that uh, so cool. that's my that's my number five. Cool. Dual train. Good Power Rangers. Dual good, train uh, doesn't even have his list ready. I apologize to everyone. I know out what there. it is. I'm just taking it out for reference. Oh. Okay, so. My number five, 1990, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Ooh. ooh, ooh. Very good. What do you guys think of that one? That one almost made my list. Um, almost did. Here's the thing. So as a as a kid, I'm, re- I, I'm really not exaggerating. I was afraid of everything. Including the dark? <laughs> was the answer to the title of that show yes? <laughs> <laughs> Every time it come on, I'm like, fucking of course, yes. <laughs> Stop asking me. And I, I think I, I've talked about this show with... Uh, with peers before, and I feel like it's always kind of the same. The, the show scared the shit out of me. Because it was a terrifying show. It was a really scary show, but I could not stop watching it. I mm. loved it. Every time it was on, I would get so excited. Because yeah. I, I, I liked being afraid of it or, or something. That's, I don't know. That's weird that they, like, market horror to children. But, like, children love it. Like, uh, kids love monsters and stuff like that. Yeah, I love it. I made a potential career out of it with my haunted house spookery. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, uh, yeah. So like I said, it almost made my list. So I was looking, I was like checking up on it, whatever. Uh, Ryan Gosling is in an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Really? Was he, he so is, dreamy in that episode? Uh, yeah. I mean, he he looks like um just a hot kid. <laughs> <laughs> just a hot teenager. Uh, the ep- the episode he's in is um Station uh, 109.1. Oh. Where his so he plays the older brother, whose younger brother, who I guess is more the main character, is obsessed with uh, death. Um, if he was, he would be listening to this podcast. Right. Um, so his brother tricks him into getting into a hearse, locks him in the hearse, and then the little brother like tunes the radio and blasts it. From the hearse? Yeah. And it's like the station 109.1. And then like he decides he wants to go to the radio station and yada, yada, yada. That actually sounds really clever. (laughs) It actually really, it really was cool. But like, I only saw like a screenshot of a young Ryan Gosling and, uh, yeah, my heart melted a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he was a hunk. He was a yeah, super I was like, hunk. look at that baby hunk. <laughs> there was um one episode, and it didn't necessarily scare me, but it always just made me feel weird when I would watch it. Was um this episode where this kid loved playing pinball, and he like played it all the time, and I think like his mom was like, oh, you better stop playing pinball, like trying to teach him a lesson. <laughs> Don't you stop playing that pinball? He like snuck into an arcade in the mall, and, like stayed after hours to play this like haunted pinball machine. So then he leaves the the arcade and he goes out into the mall 
And next thing you know, a giant oh, ball's yeah. coming after him, and the whole mall is like a pinball machine. Yeah, I remember. And he's that. like running away from all these obstacles, and there's like this knight. <laughs> For some reason, there's a you knight. You know, those those knights that are in the pinball the, the machine. Pinball machine, yeah, exactly. This uh, this episode seems less clever than that one. <laughs> And then Elton John was there, and he was like, "Yo, oh, pinball wizard!" He probably really didn't do that song, but uh, that was the Who. Was friend. it the Who? Please. Oh, it was. The, it was the Who featuring Elton John. What? There you go. I made that up to justify what I said because <laughs> that was wrong. <laughs> but um, do you guys have uh, Do you guys have anything to add with that? Um, I mean, I I love that, that, that was show. my experience. Did you watch it as a kid growing up? Yeah, I definitely watched. I it. I loved it. I, I loved it when I was a kid. I tried to create my own Midnight Society, but and, um, and each didn't episode work. would end. So it would start with them telling the the story around the campfire, campfire, and each episode. <laughs> campfire. <laughs> I love campfire. That's my number four campfire. <laughs> campfire. Nineteen forty-six is campfire. Top five list of games you wish existed. <laughs> So, um, yeah, they'd be telling the story, you know, in the Midnight Society, and they throw the stuff in the fire. Right. And the uh, then it would end, they'd tell the story, and they'd be like, and then no one ever saw him again. <gasps> and then all the kids around the fire would end the same way. They'd all be, like, looking around and, like, freaked out. And one of the kids would be like, oh, I, I, I need to leave. I I think, I like, my mom's calling me and, like, pretend like he needs to leave. But it's because he's super scared. And then right. they would all leave one by one and, like, run away and leave one kid there by the fire. Yeah, Super and then he scared. would pour the sand on the fire, pr- practicing proper fire in the woods safety. Well, at least they're teaching kids one something that, with that show. Yeah, one thing uh, <laughs> about that show I, I never got, or I couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around at the time because I was a child and was also afraid. I was like, who the hell has the balls to walk into the woods at night by yourself to meet up with your friends and then leave in the dead of night through the woods after you heard a scary story. After you story. heard the scariest story. That's the worst idea. I Well, these were obviously some morbid kids that we're dealing with here because yeah. you know, some, of these, some of these episodes. A bunch were... of early mall goths. <laughs> that's the second time mall goth got referenced today. I think that's going to be a running gag. I hope so. Let's see if we can get up to five before the end of the show. All right, so are you afraid of the job? Man, this, these technical difficulties are you awful. You cannot talk tonight. I can. I got mumble mouth <laughs> all right so i guess that i guess i'm up yeah all right so all right I'm, tr- I'm trying real hard not to say it so my number five is um fox's x-men great Ooh, yes great oh see sometimes the top five i always forget great ones yeah yeah um, this, is, this is what's great about this yeah I, it really is. you guys always remind me so of i remember um every set it was on saturday mornings one of the fox saturday morning cartoons and I I loved the show. I was already kind of into comic books, and you know, being a kid, I wasn't the greatest reader. Uh, I wasn't super pumped on reading all the time, but I read comic books from time to time. Mm-hmm. But the show was my answer to that. I was like, why read the book when I can just watch the show? And Ooh. it was <laughs> the slow decline of children. <laughs> yeah, right? I know. why read when I can start a fire in my living room? Right? Why read <laughs> when I can just kill everyone now <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah so i i mean i i knew the characters from that and it was on and i was pretty young at the time and i would watch it and you know the powers were great you always see you fantasize as a kid about having powers and it was just fantastic mm-hmm. um fast forward to more recently um literally today i spent 65 dollars on comic books um you I ha- i'm super yeah i'm super in the comic books now but um watching the show Nowadays, you you know, as an adult, when mm-hmm. you watch things, you pick up on things. The, during the first season, they introduce it's 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 insane that this show existed. They had a, gr- a group of humans called the Friends of Humanity, 
and they are essentially <laughs> a supremacist group that's supposed to be the KKK. Oh, Ooh. so they're they're against the mutants? Yeah, and like they have scenes of like, you know, su- supposed mutants walking into like a store, and they're like, "Get out of here, mutie! Your kind ain't welcome." <laughs> and it's they like they had they had derogatory terms for the mutants. Yeah, they call them muties. Call them muties. <laughs> Like using the how offensive using the m word. I mean, mutants could use it for the other mu- mutants, but like that was because like that's their way. Well, it was their way of like taking the power away from the word. Right, exactly. Like sure. that was their struggle. But um, like yeah, just watching like <laughs> watching now, I'm like, some of those things are like pretty like dicey. I'm like, you know, as a kid, I'm like, don't don't say that to them. I mean, I guess maybe <laughs> as a kid, it was like a good way to like yeah, well, yeah it teaches you some yeah, it teaches like you know yeah. accept people for who they are and. Like, blow up a car which with her I do eyes. all the right. time as an adult right you know <laughs> if I saw a mutant walk down the street I wouldn't like I wouldn't call him hey mutie I mean it might be like I might like hey asshole right hey. Right. when I was a kid um, you know that first episode so spoilers for the first episode of X-Men uh, they introduce a character Morph and he's a good guy and he he's an X-Man he's an X-Man yeah and he's running away from this thing and they think they've gotten away and he says it's Claire sailing ahead and then a sentinel comes down and kills him, right? I know I'm getting some of the details out, and I'm leaving a lot of the uh, story out of that, too. But anyway, he dies in that opening se- sequence, and his last words are, Does Claire he? Claire sailing ahead. Well, he comes back, of course. Right. But, but uh, to this day, I always quote Morph singing, <laughs> saying, Claire sailing ahead. Claire when, sailing when we're, ahead? like, clearly still, still in some danger. Not that I'm often in danger, but, you know... Um, your <laughs> second job is but a you are double agent. In right. But yeah, well, frequently in danger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that um, and the theme song is. Oh, I was just about to say, Mwah. you bastard! You took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, the one of the greatest theme songs ever. I had it as my ringtone for a while, and I loved it. Someone would call me, and I just wouldn't pick it up. So that, that, that guitar, that Kirby, like. that and the Kirby theme. Right? Oh yeah, <laughs> you drive around and right. listen to that Kirby theme. <laughs> yeah, great are, theme are song. Are we listening to the to the X Men theme now? No, uh, I think the Kirby theme song is playing. Right? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna mash it up in between. This is gonna go back and forth. It's gonna be so distracting that no one even knows we're talking. Um, it was weird. They were talking about X Men, but all I heard was Kirby sound effects. <laughs> yeah, this is so weird. Just, just sound effects, not even the song. <laughs> yeah, it's not the song. It's the sound effects. All his just sound like effects from the Smash Brothers game. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Five. BWK. Let's uh, let's move along now and uh, let's go to number four. What okay. say you? My uh, my number four is 1995's. I was 11 years old at this time that this came out. That's Nin- the name of the show. Yeah. I never saw it. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't a big hit, but um, <laughs> oh, it was Goosebumps. Ooh, cool! Based on the popular LL Stein. Uh, RL oh, Stein. I thought it was the RL skin Stein. condition. <laughs> yeah. I loved having Goosebumps as a kid. Right? Uh, no, but I, I uh, really. I call them Goose Pimples. My number five is Chicken Box. <laughs> <laughs> I really loved Goosebumps when I was a kid because I loved really scary stuff. So I liked Are You Afraid of the Dark mm-hmm. too. But um, Goosebumps, it was like, I don't know if you guys remember, but it was like a huge cultural thing. Like people were buying these books like crazy. Uh, here's the thing. I would buy them all the time. And I don't, I think I read three. Yeah. I, actually I would, I would like bastards. collect them and yeah. be like, this cover looks cool. I read, be ish- on it. I read issues one through 42. Oh, wow. You read the whole thing. Yeah. Wow. Once again, that's, that's me trying to be a dink. <laughs> Uh, well, the, uh, you actually read them, though. You said yeah. you didn't really like reading as a kid. Yeah, well, you when I went, well, read the comics, but you would read the Goosebumps books. Well, when I, I was not a, make it through a Goosebumps. When book. I was a, uh, <laughs> when I was a, um, when X Men came out, I was a little younger. Okay. Um, and then when Goosebumps came out, I was, I was like 
reading was cool because you're learning how to do it. Mm-hmm. And in you my, must have been like 16 at the time. Yeah, when I just learned to read at the age of 16, I learned the, <laughs> I learned to read and then I learned to drive. Those were the two things simultaneously. Well, they they go hand in hand. Right. Yeah. You're, you read goosebumps and drive all the time. Now right. as an adult. Exactly. Sure. But um, I, yeah, I, I read them all. It was my, great. I wrote in my notes here that I uh, used to lie about reading the books. So my uh, my. <laughs> My brother. Yeah, I read, I read Monster Blood 3. <laughs> yeah, I read It Came From the Basement. <laughs> or Stay Out of the Basement or whatever. Um, I love that one. There, there are some of these Goosebump books that have literally the worst ideas ever. In a, There's one, I think it's It Came From Beneath the Sink, which is maybe why I'm thinking of it. About the potato. No, it's or about the sponge a killer sponge. Right, yeah. the sponge, yeah. Yeah, he stole the end of that story. Uh, killer <sighs> sponge. A killer sponge. That's so stupid. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, you think it's stupid now, then you go home and there's a giant sponge monster under your sink <laughs> and you go, it's not stupid. <laughs> but uh, so some of the things I wrote down about it was uh, that the intro is actually really spooky. It's it, The intro is really cool. It's like a, um, it's like the letter G floating over all these like scary images. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember this. And then it moves goosebumps and then it drips like green or whatever. <laughs> the um, only um the only episode I can remember vividly is the um the one about the uh the mask. Oh yeah. With that was like a special baby. I remember right, yeah, that. that. It was, that was on Halloween special. night. Yeah. The yeah. mask wouldn't come off. Very cool. They also had like this three part one about some like a uh, castle or something that was a big special. I don't know if you guys remember that. But they um uh, some sort of like ancient castle. But uh they they used to release them on you know on TV they would air and then they would release them like individually as DVDs. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember DVDs? Our VHSs. Our VHSs. Um, the the uh, the thing about that is like it made it, it's kind of like the Pokemon like idea. You know, like you would get you would get those books. You'd have to collect all the books, right? Because yeah, you, you had to. Everybody else was doing it. Yeah. And then <clears throat> they would release these DVDs, and then you'd have to collect all the DVDs. You had to. Everybody else was doing it. Goosebumps. What a what a racket. So, like, think of this. Stephen King, right? Wrote I'm, I'm Goosebumps. Gonna go, no, Stephen <laughs> King wrote all of Goosebumps. Right. Weird, right? Okay, moving <laughs> on. No, um, Stephen King writes, like, a book a year now. He's a prolific author. Arl Stein wrote, like, a hundred books in a month. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, there was just a million Goosebumps books. Yeah. I, I, he actually what? was on a podcast I was listening to recently, and he was talking about it, and he would re- write a book a week. Jeepers, H crackers. I know. What's that? Doesn't he write under a different name now? No, he actually just released a um, an adult book. An adult book, yeah. Um, Red Rain, it's called. It's it's getting actually some pretty good buzz. It's a horror book. But you know what's funny about R.L. Stein is that he started out as a comedy writer. He used to write joke books. That's what he used to do. And uh, then someone was like, "Hey, we've got this like." <laughs> hey, comedy's really not your thing. <laughs> and then he got really dark. <laughs> and then he also wrote those Fear Street books too. I don't know. If that, oh, that was, like, right, right, right. For, like, that was teens. like a was right. that like a precursor to Goosebumps? That was before. That was that was after. That was from all like pre. It, it seemed like he was almost trying to follow his audience from when his books came out. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know, you got older and you don't read Goosebumps anymore. So he was like, "Oh, what do kids want now? They're a little older. We'll do Fear Street." And then, you know, like when they started to get even older, they he wrote more adult themed books like I, uh, Girl Bumps. Yeah, girl. <laughs> Be- before we move totally on. different kind. Those right. are actually health brochures that they would pass out right. in, in clinics. How to give yourself a uh, a mammogram? <laughs> <laughs> he was also real big in the technical writing for the doctor's <laughs> office. Before we move on to the next uh, the next person's uh, number four or whatever, mm-hmm. um, does anybody remember any of the Goosebumps books that you guys read? Ah, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, okay. and I don't Thank know if they... Uh, yeah, if you don't care, I read them all. I Hello. We're, <clears throat> we're talking about the show here, but... <clears throat> I don't know if this was an actual episode, but I remember Shocker on Shock Street was one of my favorites. Oh, that had the big Prang Mantis, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Did you read that one, BWK? No, uh, well, I'll tell you I did. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, the uh, dummy ones. Say cheese and die. The Night of the Dummy. Yeah. Those. Um, oh, that's the photograph one. My mistake. I remember R.L. Stein would do like intros to the VHS. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> and and I remember when I finally saw what he looked like, my brother and I would die laughing because he's like, we're like, oh, R.L. Stein, he's probably like, probably looks like Frankenstein, <laughs> scary guy. And he comes on and he literally sounds like this. He goes, "Hi, I'm R.L. Stein. I write the good book." I'd rather imagine if Frankenstein it's wrote me. a book. <laughs> He'd have to be a horror writer, wouldn't he? Like he'd have to. Write <laughs> He's a he re, he repens <laughs> he repens the Bible. <laughs> uh, it's me, Yarl Stein. <laughs> Here's a real scary one. <laughs> Although he's not like a handsome man. Like I feel like you you like painted him almost like he's uh, not a monstrous looking man. But he is. He is uh, <laughs> Before he opened his mouth, I thought he was a monstrous looking man. <laughs> You're either a handsome man or you're a complete monster. I have two I feel like two this has turned into R.L. Stein just bashing. <laughs> yeah, well. No, I had a lot of positive things to say about R.L. Stein. R.L. Stein, do. if you're listening, we're sorry. sorry. Uh, also, stop me Get on the street. I'll talk about R.L. Stein and how, <laughs> and how, uh, how great R.L. Stein is. Right. Yeah, I'm always up for a good Stein off. <laughs> Ooh, okay, maybe we should move on. <laughs> okay. Oh, Dooley, go ahead. <laughs> Christ almighty. All right. Reel it in. Easy. All right, number four. For me... Eureka's Castle. Ooh. I, to this day, not to whatever, but whenever, <laughs> like, we have cats. I have cats. Well, there's cats in the house I live in. And whenever their tails knock something over, I'm always like, there goes Magellan knocking crap over with his tail. That's, like, one of the only things I remember what from that What a clumsy show. bastard. Right. Magellan. Magellan, that giant dragon. That's just, I remember... You know, when I would be, I was like four, and people would say, "What's your favorite show on TV?" And it was my go-to was Eureka's Castle. Something about it was so appealing. I loved it. It was, it like was great. Puppets or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Half puppets, half like real life or whatever. No, no, it was all puppets. Right. Oh, it was all puppets. And there were the two, the two puppets that ate nothing but peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah. And they lived in the dungeon. Yep. <laughs> like they weren't, they weren't bad people, but they really only had one interest. <laughs> they only had one thing on the brain. <laughs> I don't, I, don't, I don't think they were people at all. <laughs> yeah, we just, we just, just confirmed they were puppets. Yeah. Listen, guys, they were American citizens, so they're just like you and I. So uh, something about Eureka's Castle for me is that it was on like one of those like premium stations that you needed to have. Like uh, yeah, it was on uh, oh, Nick was on, Jr. Yeah, Nick Jr. Nick Jr. Oh, okay. Maybe, well, maybe Nickelodeon was a, Am I thinking a, a something paid else? for channel back uh, then. You might be. Or you, the church you grew up in didn't get the channel. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, you know what I'm thinking of is Under the Umbrella Tree. Ooh. Was, was it similar to that at all? Let's even, not too, talk too much know about that. it because maybe it'll be brought up later. Uh, oh. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it later then. <laughs> I don't even know what that show is. So, um, so Oh, wait. So explain to me. No, what hold on. That actually didn't make my final. <laughs> I thought it actually, Go ahead. Talk I'm, about Under the Umbrella Tree all you want. <laughs> Thank God. Instead, we'll talk about Under the Umbrella Tree instead of Eureka's Castle. I'm actually really happy that Under the Umbrella Tree didn't make your top five of all time. <laughs> but, uh, but so can you explain? to me what Eureka's Castle is because maybe I maybe I'm just thinking of under I mean it was a show for like children who were just learning the English language so it didn't really it wasn't too plot heavy but uh <laughs> Let's see, the synopsis, okay, it was basically... <laughs> well, you can just explain it, you don't have to read it, it was, to me. It was uh, Eureka, 
who was like some sort of wizard. Um, she lived in this castle with a dragon named Magellan, and uh, who wore a beret. Yes, and, and he was like a, he was an artist, and there was also Batley, who was this oh bat God, that wore yeah. basically my glasses. Right. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He wore like these like thick frame like nerd yeah, glasses. Yeah, you do look like Batley. <laughs> So um, that's pretty much, and it was just like they would have antics, there, and it was like it was a segmented show. There like wasn't a Sesame like there was kind of thing. Exactly. Oh, you know what I just remembered? It just jogged my memory. Um, either McDonald's or Burger King put out um, a line of like little puppets or whatever for the show, like in the Happy Meals. And I remember, I remember getting Magellan and just knocking shit off the table with his tail. Is all I would do. I just walk around, be in Magellan, and like there'd be like a cup, and I would just. Put the puppet down, and I twist him by the head, and knock the knock the cup right off so the table. So what I'm understanding though, because I don't really know this show very well, is all it sounds like is Magellan knocking things over with his. That was, I mean, that was his thing. Oh, th- there was one episode I distinctly remember where Magellan was trying to like draw a perfect circle, and I mean, that's he was trying to draw a portrait of the that's band. That's impossible perfect for circle. a human. <laughs> he was redrawing the Mona Lisa. <laughs> he was he was a Mogoth totally. Right. Loved perfect yeah, circle. he loved the perfect three, circle. Three, that's three. That's three. three. So um yeah, and he was getting really frustrated. He couldn't draw. Perfect circle. And he's like, it's a novel. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, I'm seeing here. So there was Bog and Quagmire, and they were the Moat Twins. The Quagmire, huh? Mm. That's weird. That's a weird was, throwback. There was the Fish Stones, and those were the I remember singing, those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fishes. There were fish statues that would spit water and sing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, you know, it was a, uh, it was just a, it was a children's show. Um. But I. I would freak out when it was on. I just, I it was a good show. I, I remember liking it a lot, too. I, I, I had a Eureka's Castle themed birthday. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, one of the cutest things I've ever heard. <laughs> Not knowing what Eureka's Castle is, but <laughs> I'm sure it was adorable. <laughs> Did your mom dress up like Eureka and your dad was Batley? And then, and then your uncle would come in as Magellan and, and just whip his tail across the cake? <laughs> <laughs> One-upping my father, my uncle comes in. And he brought Eureka's actual castle <laughs> to my house, and I lived in it for four Your dad was years. like, I, I know Magellan's your favorite character, but they, they were all out of Magellan costumes. Then in comes your uncle. Full <laughs> Got the last one, everybody. <laughs> Don't worry, Magellan's here after all. <laughs> for those of you who missed out on the last episode, uh, just to give a little bit of insight, we were talking about classic NES games, and... Uh, my father had got me an NES for Christmas, and my uncle thought it would be good to one-up him and buy me a Sega Genesis. <laughs> uh, this was a trend, I guess, uh, for Christmases before and after. So uh, that's that's what's going on here. That's the joke, everyone. He was a real cock. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> well, your uncle hear that. Um, all right, so I'll go. So my number four, I know I'm trying real hard not to say my top four. Uh, my number four... Um, so this show, like you, just, like you just said, like Eureka's Castle was on when you were real young. Mm-hmm. Um, this show uh, was a little later in my youth, and it was actually like a show that helped me develop um, different, like more adult-themed, smarter comedy. Yeah. Um, and uh, this show is Freakazoid. Nice. Ooh, Ooh, very nice. Yes. I love. To this day, I can watch Freakazoid because, like I just said, like it's a very smart show. I remember as a kid that show was, it would kill me. Oh. Yeah, I, that that show was hilarious. It's it's unbelievable. Um, it's one of the it's in the realm of Warner Brothers, Animaniacs, uh, that group of cartoons or whatever. But um, 
Yeah, it didn't run that long. It only had 24 episodes, um, which is a bummer. I wish there was a way to get it back. There definitely isn't. Um, you think there's like a gorilla army of people like being like, let's get Freakazoid back on the air. Well, it's, it's, it's developed a pretty cult following, I guess. I was when I was oh, re- okay. researching <laughs> it's, it. It's, yeah, um, but it's definitely obscure. It, it, oh, it's definitely yeah, it's definitely an obscure show. That's one of those things where it could maybe have like an internet run mm-hmm. potentially if people wanted it to, maybe. But um, essentially, what the show was was um. Dexter Douglas was a nerd, a computer nerd. So we all can relate to that. Right. Oh, Who yeah. can't relate to that? And then um, as, the, as the theme song says, um, he gets zapped into cyberspace and then comes back and he has the ability to freak out into Freakazoid, who is just a insane superhero who wears red pajamas and runs around and, like, just the show, like, the characters on the show are so... Um, out there and some of it, like there's one character I was talking about earlier called uh, he was uh, a villain who's like an offset villain his name was Eye of Newt and he was just a giant eyeball who had a haircut like Newt King Rich <laughs> how is that children's humor exactly that's I, what I, I was I saying feel like I can't even picture what Newt King Rich <laughs> looks like but like that was a character then there was like Candlejack who is awesome and then um, Moron and Boron and Fanboy but like another thing too that that show did was uh, it had a lot of callbacks um, from previous episodes, so it's like, like there was a running gag with uh, him, and there was like a poli- it was supposed to be like a spinoff of like Police Commissioner Gordon, but his name was Cosgrove, and um, like something would be going on, and then Cosgrove would just show up out of nowhere and be like, uh, he'd be like, hey, Freebizord, we're gonna get an Orange Julius, and be like, ooh, okay, and then like they would stop the whole battle and like they cut to a scene of them just getting an Orange Julius, and Cosgrove would be like, oh, by the way, uh, Cave Guy's robbing a bank, he's like, ooh, I'll be right back, and then like it was just. Insanity. And then they have these other, like, side-off cartoons of, like, The Huntsman, which was, like, a real masculine, like, Robin Hood and um, just a bunch of different stuff like that. But the show is unbelievable, unbelievably awesome. And even today, go watch it right now. If you watch it, it'll hold up. I guarantee it. You won't be disappointed or upset. One one show that reminds me of it, and it might have been, like, directly competing with the show, is The Tick. Do you guys remember that show? Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I feel like it was a s- similar kind of humor. Definitely, definitely a, a smart, smart humor that like I would watch the the Tick and Freakazoid as a kid, and it would be funny. But there was a lot I didn't get. Right, I just thought it was kind of strange. I remember when I was a kid, and in the Tick, there's like a, a villain who like punches a hole in the in the moon or something. Like I, I don't know if he punched a hole in it or whatever. But I remember like you could see the moon in the distance and all the shots, and it had that like hole in it or, or whatever. And it was. Like, I think ran. I think somebody wrote on the moon, "Eat me" or like "Bite me" or something like yeah, that. Yeah, some, something, something like inscribed that. on the moon something that was in every episode. Yeah, wow, it was on every episode, and I just remember thinking like that was really clever. Con- continuity like that. That's continuity. pretty advanced. Yeah. For right. Yeah. Kids one of my favorite, even though my, my pick was Freakazoid, uh, one thing from the tick I would like to mention was uh, there was one episode where the uh, the villain was a chair. Uh, not, the, <laughs> not, the, not the guy with the chair on his head, but it was a chair that was so comfortable that if you sat in it, you never want to get up. <laughs> and so the tick accidentally sat in it, and then like he was just like incapacitated with comfort, <laughs> and like everything was going crazy. And like his like uh, his sidekick, like Mothman, was like, "You got to get up." He's like. I really would love to, but just so comfortable in this chair. <laughs> <laughs> Such a funny concept. Are you changing your number four? To Absolutely not. No, <laughs> no. No, but you know what I'm saying? I felt like that was... Yeah, it was very sim- similar. Similar shows. Yeah. Um, number three. Wow, we're already getting up We're cruising. Like cruising like, oh, yeah. for a bruising. I like this. Uh, so, uh, it's my turn, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless your name changed, yes. <laughs> Come uh, on, ampersand VW. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> so my um my number three uh, came out in 1994 when I was 10, and it is a part of that Snick block on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. If you guys remember Snick, it's uh, all that. Okay. All right. You guys didn't watch all that? No, I loved of all course. that. I've, yeah, who didn't watch? I that? still make references to that show. I make a lot of references in my life, and I'm glad that this like this podcast exists now, so I can justify it to somebody. <laughs> so all that was basically SNL for kids. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was like a sketch comedy, and it was, I think it was only like a half hour, but uh, it was you know they had like reoccurring characters and. Um, it was actually like really funny, and when I was thinking of putting this on my list, I was like, uh, you know, I want to make sure that this holds up or whatever. So I went back and um, I, list, I looked up some clips on. I looked up some clips on uh, technical U- difficulties, everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, on uh, YouTube, and I was I was laughing as an adult. Like, some really? Of, yeah, some of this stuff is really funny. There's a bit that I, I, I wouldn't expect that show to hold up. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But I feel like it's real hit or miss nowadays. Well. Yeah, but uh, when I was um, when I was looking it up, there was this character uh, who Laurie Beth Dunberg, Denberg, Denberg, or whatever yeah. her name is. She was my favorite for some reason. Um, but uh, <laughs> she was, BWK she is was, a chubby chaser. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say because she was the hottest. Yeah, oh gosh, she was so hot. <laughs> but uh, she she was my favorite, and because uh, she was just like wacky. She had this one character, uh, the the loud librarian. Do you guys remember the loud librarian? No. Okay, everybody stop the she, podcast. Was, was her her line, this is a library? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I do Did remember. Did you guess that? No, I'm dead serious. <laughs> okay. I just didn't really want to scream it into the microphone. Please. Uh, well, you had no problem screaming into the microphone earlier. But, Ooh, uh, oh, yeah, actually, that God. did sound a lot of gr- really aggressive. Jesus, all right. No, no, let's let's talk about this for a minute. I could leave at any time. You, you can do this with two people, kid. <laughs> Uh, so, anyway, uh, the loud librarian, I was looking up clips of it, and it's wicked funny. It's just, like, a librarian who's, like, yelling at these kids for being too loud, but she's, like, she's yelling at them. But And she's also, like, doing so many weird things. Like, she's she's chiseling a sign that says, be quiet, but she's chiseling it in the... Oh, God. Um, like, as loud as she possibly can. Yeah, and um, well, for some reason, uh, I also wrote down that... Uh, it ran ten seasons. Wow, I definitely it definitely ran longer than I watched it. Then. Yeah, yeah, me too. I don't remember ten seasons by any means. <laughs> yeah. I was probably like twenty one when it ended. Yeah, seriously, it probably ended like yesterday. But um, <laughs> it's, it's ending right now. <laughs> Actually, you guys are skipping out of the final episode of all that. If you guys oh, want to put sorry. this on pause and go watch the rest of the final episode of all that, all right. feel free. We won't be offended. And uh, it would be unfair to talk about all that and not mention that it birthed Good Burger into this world, <laughs> which uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Which is a triumph. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that didn't get a great response. But <laughs> no, I could. Good burger, burger came from this. Um, also, um, Keenan from Good Burger mm-hmm. is on SNL today, so yeah. the guy's still doing, still doing sketch comedy. And mm-hmm. Kel, I think, makes appearances at like dance clubs. <laughs> he makes appearances like, at. Uh, he makes appearances at my birthday party, my <laughs> Eureka's Castle themed birthday party. No, he just he makes appearances at insane clown posse shows and only throws out Orange Vago. <laughs> Oh my god! That's did a that real really happen? That really happened? I, you know what? If it did, Say I wouldn't did. be surprised. Yeah, sure. He definitely did that. that like aliens from the you heard it here on Top Five of Death. That's right, Top Five of Death. Ke- Kel uh, Thompson, right? No, I think we're just Keenan Thompson. We're gonna change the name of Top Five of Death to Inaccurate TMZ. <laughs> That'd be an awesome podcast. Kel Mitchell. Kel, oh, Kel Mitchell. Um, Tours with Insane Clown Posse and only dishes out <laughs> Orange Vago. Yeah, so now, like, when aliens from outer space listen to this, you know, because we're being aliens. <laughs> right. 
uh, this is one one of the few things we'll be beaming into outer space for alien. But uh, but when they hear know it, about humanity, they'll come back and be like, "Oh, you're Kel. You oh. you went to all those uh, insane clown posse shows." And so they, like we've what are they Santa Claus? They right. meet each person right. ever. Like, yeah. Kel, well, I've been keeping my eye on you. Right, and then and then and then once they accuse him, he's been accused for years, and he goes, "Oh, here it goes," and then walks away. <laughs> Also, uh, just for the record, I don't claim to know if the alien race is going to be anything like Santa Claus. So, uh, but we could hope. We That's can full hope. disclosure. Um, the one reference I make to that show, like I mentioned earlier, is whenever anybody is fishing through their pockets and like pulling out anything, I accuse them of being Bag and Sag and Barry. <laughs> bag and Sag and Barry! Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's fine. Uh, maybe right. that show is a lot funnier than I remember. It was yeah, funny. I'm serious, guys. Go right now. Stop the podcast and go watch some clips online. Right. And then never start the podcast. Up and again. just and just for the sake <laughs> that and just because someone will be like, you didn't even mention this. Yes, we all are aware that Amanda Bynes is on the show, and now she's a raving lunatic. <laughs> um, so just she's she's not even a lunatic. She just has giant lips and crazy hair and bad hygiene, and you know, right? Actually, I, I heard not that we're here to talk about Amanda Bynes, but I heard that she might be like schizophrenic. Yeah, that's Ooh. what I heard too. Yeah. That's too bad. Right, well, poor, poor girl. Also, um, I thought she was we, way hotter on. I about. thought we Oof. would. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she was. Can we stop talking about how hot the second, children that's are? That's like the second. <laughs> that's the check, like, second silly borderline pedophile comment, comment made on the show. Made, yeah. So we're up to four Molgoths and two pedophile comments. So oh my gosh, that's that's top five of death, everybody. It's all Jesus. downhill from here. That's right. Just I call the cops now. With this. I hate being associated with uh, that. Uh, anyway, right. so uh, BWK. I'm sorry, Ryan Dooley. Oh, here I am. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll get right into it. Number three in living color. Jeepers H. Criminy crackers. I would watch the show nice. every Sunday night. My parents. It was on Sundays. Me. Sunday nights. Jeez, I remember that show a lot. I got a pretty good story about it. My parents wouldn't let me watch the show. Oh. Um, I'd watch it with them. I only thought Jim Carrey was funny. So. Fire Marshal Bill. If, 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 racist, if, if, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you can watch the show, but you're only allowed. And to I like the guy the who, guy. the white guy who was on after <laughs> Jim Carrey when Jim Carrey left. <laughs> God, do you want to omit this? You're under a microphone. <laughs> no, I, I mean, of course not. Uh, and the Wayne's Brothers, please. They're incredible. Um, but I, as a kid, I thought Jim Carrey was so funny because he was so visual. Right, yeah. And um, I, just, I, w- I, would be, I would be so happy if Fire Marshal Bill came on the episode I was watching. I would get so excited. I'm with you. Yeah, I remember being really excited about some of his recurring characters, too. I, right. I have a memory of, like, on a Sunday being at, like, a cousin's birthday party and, like, nagging my parents, like, are we going to get home to watch In Living <laughs> Color? I must have been, like, five. Like, we need to watch it. I need to see the fly girl like, dance. Yeah, it's not on for another six hours, Ryan. Um, I, had no, I didn't have any concept of time. One ca- so my dad loved that show, and my dad is a very goofy, hammy guy, and so... um. He loved Homie the Claws. I'm sorry, Homie, Homie the, the Clown. clown. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that, that'll that'll make more sense in about a second. So anyway, um, every year um, at Christmas Eve, some one of my uncles dresses up like Santa Claus. So my dad volunteered one year to do it because he had this brilliant idea for a bit to be Homie the Claws instead of Santa Claus. And so he made all these props, right? Oh my God! Right? It's it's so, but it gets Your way dad worse. Rules. He is he is pretty awesome. And listen how funny this is. So. My sister, my older sister, um, he, um, I forget what the joke was, but he gives her this, like, prop gift and pretty much accuses my sister of being a slut <laughs> in front of my entire family. 
as homie the claws. What do you mean? Can I also just point out for a second that uh, you guys are both wearing Christmas shirts. Both of you. Both oh of, my they God, both you're have right. Santa Claus on them. You're talking about Christmas right now and both Dooley and Matt are wearing Christmas This oh, is actually man. the Christmas special. I can't wait to start chiming in some like Christmas music behind us. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be like, what the fuck? Is At the time on? of this recording, it's June 22nd. <laughs> right, Christmas. <laughs> when do you celebrate yeah, Christmas? In January. <laughs> We're just getting over Even still. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, that was it. My dad was homing the claws, and he thought it was great. I, don't, I forget what he gave me. Something probably. You call you a bad son? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. I was a, I was a great son. Don't listen to anybody. Um, so yeah. But yeah, great show. It was yeah, a good show. I liked it. Show. I can't very believe I can't believe SNL passed up on Jim Carrey when he auditioned. That's insane to me. Yeah. But you know. Yeah, he's really hurting now. All right, yeah, <laughs> Poor I can't Jim believe Carrey. He, he never re- he never recovered. <laughs> Poor Jim Carrey. But yeah, I just remember it being one of those shows I would get really, really, really excited to watch. Um, great. Um, so great choice. Number three uh, for me is um, I love the show. I still love it today. Um, this show kind of holds a kind of a sentimental value to me. Um, speaking of my dad, because me and my dad watched it religiously. Like that was like the one thing like me and my dad always did together. Even nowadays, like we'll talk about it and like we'll get together and watch a few episodes. But um it was uh Alf. Oh, oh. great. Such an unbelievably funny show. Especially like I'm a kid, like, oh, is a furry little alien guy running around. Great. Like I get it as a kid and now like I watch it older and I get some of the jokes and I'm like, you know what? This show is actually pretty funny. <laughs> does it hold up? Have you seen it recently? Yeah, yeah it does hold I have up. The first like, season I, on DVD. As far as like sitcoms funny. like go, like sitcom writing, it's pretty good. Like, it's pretty solid writing, and it's executed, you know, the, for the premise of the show being, like, alien crashes in on a family yeah. and ends in hilarious antics. It's yeah, like, can you can you explain the premise of the show? I've actually never seen Alf. I'm pretty familiar with really? it. Really? Wow. I'm in, all right. So pretty much what happens is this alien crashes into um, the Tanner family's garage. and the, the same Tanners from Full House? Are they the Tanner family? Yeah. It's Willie, Willie Tanner. I didn't even realize that. They're both weird. I wonder if they're related. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, distant cousins of the Tanners from Full House. Um, but yeah, they, they they do that. And um, so instead of turning in Alf uh, to like the authorities, they decide to uh, let him live there. And he speaks English and it's like, it's pretty funny. Like he's an alien and he eats cats and he's trying to adjust <laughs> the human ways and he this, eats that and the cats. other thing. Well, that's like what he did on his yeah. uh, home planet of Melmac. <laughs> he, like, that's what they ate was were cats. But um, there's some really good episodes in there. Um, so I did some research on the show, and I did a little bit of uh, where are they now as far as the characters go. Well, this would be interesting. That's a cool idea. All right. So um, so the tan. So I was only going to do the Tanner family, but they had these two um, these two neighbors, the Ockmonics. <laughs> Oh and it was it was Trevor and Raquel Ackmanic. <laughs> that is such a cool last name. Right, and, uh, but they they were funny. But like they had some pretty interesting stuff now. So anyway, Willie Tanner um, acted for a little bit after the show. He's the um, dad. He was the dad. Yep, he was the father. He um, apparently he was arrested in two thousand and two thousand three <laughs> at the like uh, for dr- uh, for DUI. Wow. Oh, poor guy. Um, but I guess he's fine now. He's probably very sick. <laughs> He looks sick on the show. I thought he was. I can't even believe he's still alive, but he is. Oh, he was also. Um, I said some negative things, but I guess he was like did some Broadway uh, performances, and he was actually nominated for a Tony Award hmm. after the show. So good for him. Um, then there was Kate Tanner, the wife. Um, I was looking at her picture now. She's kind of hot. I didn't really realize it. Um, so, but she doesn't really do acting anymore. She's an antiquer. 
Um, and then That's there was, not a real job. Is that a real job? But she like goes to antique stores. And no, she's an antiquer. Like she she cool. goes to frat parties and throws flour on people's <laughs> faces. <laughs> That's what I meant by antiquer. Yeah. Um, and then there was Lynn, um, who I guess towards the end of the show um, had a bout with bulimia, which I oh. never obviously noticed. She was always thin to begin with, but I guess she was bulimic towards the end of the show, and then she got pregnant. Jesus. And I guess that like um, kind of turned sick. turned her life around. Yeah. It's for, <laughs> She was like, I keep throwing up and my belly keeps getting bigger and bigger no matter what. Jeez. Oh, woof. Um, and then there was Ryan Tanner. His life is super boring. And I didn't even write him down. I just remember there was nothing interesting. He's just like, he, I think he's like a realtor or something like that. Oh, no, that's not him. That was Jake Achmonic, the nephew of the neighbors, was a, is a realtor. Um, so anyway, Trevor Achmonic. Okay. Um, apparently so this was is a, what we're working up to. Right, right. So Trevor Achmonic was a boxer his whole life, and it was actually inducted into the uh, International Boxing Hall of Fame. Which I thought was pretty interesting, considering that he was just a neighbor on a sitcom. Um, and then uh, Raquel Achmonic, um, who actually uh, you would know her, she was uh, Jerry Seinfeld's mother from mm-hmm. Seinfeld. Oh. That was Raquel Achmonic. Anyway, hey. I guess in the fifties she was engaged to James Dean. <laughs> what a! Cr- I feel like these are all fake facts. No, <laughs> I know they all sound incredible. They easily could be true too, so it's like they're just believable enough. Yeah, in the fifth, no, I guess in the fifties she was engaged to James Dean, and she wrote a book on it, like a best-selling book about being engaged to James Dean or whatever. I don't know the title; you can look it up. But also, concurrently, she invented the Swiffer. She did invent the Swiffer, <laughs> and she also single-handedly um, ended the Cold War. So I remember that. So um, what's but, Alf up to now? Um, actually, they had like a funny little like. What's Elf up to? And he's like, at the age of 257, he's <laughs> still eating cats and like, blah, 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 whatever. Actually, I guess the guy who played Elf, um, died. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> the guy, the, 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 he was a, he was a, a, a little person in the, inside the costume, but I guess he eventually became the mayor of Palm Springs, Florida. These I, are fake facts. These are not real facts at all. No, I'm. I'm well, my dad told me that turns one, so it, it might turns be Turns out, Alf <laughs> is actually Obama. Right. Yeah. He he had a very successful career as a politician and is now the leader of the free world. <laughs> um. Quick thing. Wikipedia. Uh, apparently, Alf's real name is Gordon Shumway. Shumway. <laughs> yeah, I love I'm, that. I've heard that before. Yeah, Gordon Shumway from oh, okay. Planet Melmac. So, real quick, when I was, <clears throat> I believe, that must be my third birthday. I had an ALF-themed birthday. That's awesome. And, we should have done um, the top five of I, your themed birthdays. I really, really wanted this talking ALF doll. I had it. Okay. I don't know if I want to see it. So <laughs> what happened was I got this. My, my mom searched high and low for this talking ALF doll. Finally got it. And uh, I really wanted it. I said I want an ALF doll. And when I Give opened it Alf. up, when I opened it up, I like shit my pants and got so scared and like could not look at it. And my dad is like chasing me around the house, like, "Hey, it's Alf! Like you like Alf?" And I was like fucking freaking out, <laughs> like running away. Like my cousins were there. I was like like crawling over my cousins to get away from the Alf doll. Which um, was so weird because then your uncle showed up with a real alien, <laughs> <laughs> which I apparently loved. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think my dad submitted the video to uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. And then you won. That's why you have all that money. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you won America's Funniest Home Videos, you got like 60 bucks. Yeah. And they're like, and now the winner of the 60 bucks, (laughs) (laughs) Alf Boy. (laughs) Alf Boy. The Alf Alf is a very good choice. I I like that. I love that. Not that I've seen it, but I... um, I enjoyed listening to you talk about it. (laughs) I hope your listeners did as well. (laughs) All right. uh, Numero dos. 
This is me? Yeah, yeah. BWK number two. Wow, already getting... Oh, I know. So um, this is going to be a little um, uneventful because my number two is Are You Afraid of the Dark? <gasps> wow. You guys. Yeah, wow. That's my number two. And you know what's funny is in the previous podcast, when we got a duplicate, it was at this, It was the same position. Yeah, it was a five and a two. It was, yeah. Weird. Yeah. I think there's a little uh, spookanery going on. Yeah, something, <laughs> something's goofy. But anyway, so let's, let's, uh, let's talk Are You Afraid of the Dark just a little bit. Um, again. Yeah, please. Um, right. I'll just I'll just edit in Dooley's part again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 just go back to Dooley's part and then we'll just it was straight weird. along. It was weird. I was listening to the podcast and PWK said the same exact thing weird. as that kid Dooley. In his best Dooley voice. <laughs> but uh, so th- the things I mentioned, uh, wrote down, were all the same things Dooley wrote down, including the Ryan Gosling thing, which I thought was going to be like, oh, here's my gem, you know? But Ooh, that was my, my bad. No, hey, you couldn't have known. Nobody could have known. But uh, so... One thing I did write down here that um, we didn't already talk about was that there's this one episode where um, the you know Nosferatu Dracula. You guys familiar with that? Yep. Uh, and and he, he was, was like, in the movie theater. He was in the movie. Yeah. So they like it was, <clears> that like, was so fucking scary. The uh, plot of the oh, so we talked about it earlier. So you guys know that it's like a horror anthology thing, kind of like Goosebumps, but um, for kids too. Girl bumps. Girl bumps, <laughs> but uh, so uh, anyway, so this this episode had a like uh, Dracula movie was playing in the theater, and then the Dracula comes out of the screen, and I want to tell you guys this is pre the ring, <laughs> so <laughs> things coming out of the screen were terrifying. That's still scary. Yeah, right. and um, I have a picture here just to show the. I don't the, know if I can look the dudes here. Oh, look how scary that Dracula Jesus, is. That's Nosferatu. Yeah. Well, no, this is the one from the episode. I made oh sure my God. To, to it, like the, he looks just like the whatever yeah. like 1901 Nosferatu. Yeah, he looks yeah. so scary, and uh, you know this is a kids show, guys. Who right. are the who are the monsters? <laughs> yeah, why don't this? you take it down take a notch? They should have just had Count Chocula do it. <laughs> I, I remember when I was a kid, I we uh, used to watch this, and then when this episode came on, uh, I remember acting like like just the worst kid ever just like screaming and like hiding around the corner and like demanding that my brother describe my older brother describe everything that was happening on the screen <laughs> because you could but you couldn't watch I didn't want to watch it but I wanted <laughs> I I had I had to know what was happening because I was so scared and I remember it was like standing against the stairs like looking around the corner being like Bobby Bobby what's happening tell me he's like, what's going and, on dum uh, dum and he was like he was like describing it to me and I was uh I was like so scared that something was gonna come down the stairs, <laughs> and uh, and I was like, where do I go? Because if I go back into the living room, I have to walk by the TV. And, and you were just paralyzed there. with <laughs> fear. Paralyzed with fear, just like terrified. Uh, but so yeah, that episode's really scary. I, I wonder if it holds up. It definitely doesn't. Uh, in, in terms of like, it never came out on like an actual DVD. No, I know. It it, like there's some people that are like hawking it from like. AVI files on DVD, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, never, you can I, get it online if you look hard enough. Right, CD, yeah. Go Nickel- to Nickelodeon is really lacking on its on its back catalog putting that stuff on. DVD. I don't. Yeah, that's such a dumb thing. They I don't get why one, they do it. They put out one season of Pete and Pete, by the way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, but meanwhile, uh, Goosebumps. Seasons, excuse me. Goosebumps just hit Netflix. Everybody, Goosebumps is oh, on Netflix. Oh, so. and Girl Bumps is on at is your local on porno theater. <laughs> Girl Bumps is on nothing. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so yeah, that's uh, mine. Anybody want to? Anything or I said all I needed yeah, to say. Yeah, I think what more can be said. It was a great show. Yeah, it was, it was a fantastic show. Terrifying. Say, so hopefully there's more to say. <laughs> I don't think this ends the conversation. On, there on, is on literally the nothing left to be said about this show. That's Let it, it rest. Right. Holy shit. Uh, I'll say something. Two episodes I liked was um, the one that was like a playoff of um, They Live where the girl had the glasses that saw the uh, 
the monsters when she wore the glasses. Oh, yeah. I don't there was, that was a scary one. And then there was the one um, with a kid. Oh, actually, you know what? I actually referenced this show, too. Is um, Whenever anybody is like, hey, um, you know, can you believe how old that person is? They look so young. And I would always be like, they probably sleep in Tupperware. <laughs> because if you remember that episode where the two twins that never aged because the family slept in Tupperware. <laughs> I don't remember that, but that no, is terrifying. That's like scary on a psychological level. Right, yeah. Yeah, there's were, like there's they were like hundreds of years old and like that, which is funny because I, I don't like think Tupperware exists. Like hundreds German of years films ago. that are like that, like yeah, it's like dysfunctional families. Tupperware seems like a Twilight Zone, which the show kind of was like a Twilight. Oh yeah, zone. It was absolutely. Yeah, because it would always end just like the Twilight Zone, how it end kind of like ironically, like you yeah, know, some that, sort of twist. The, or the, something. Yeah, like a twist, and the character would be doomed, and it would end, and that's it. Never end. Uh, are you afraid of the dark? Never ended like hope with a hopeful ending. No, and uh, do you guys remember that there was a reoccurring character? Oh, my God. I, uh, I don't know why I'm bringing it up when I can't remember his name. Was he a clown? No, but the clown one, I'm surprised we haven't mentioned that yet. I feel like that's the one everyone always talks about. Right, yeah. But can I, can I preface this by saying that if somebody tells me straight to my face that they're <laughs> afraid of clowns, I think they're lying to me. Like, people, uh, people must be lying about how afraid they are of clowns. Like, it's such a cliche. I'm sounding like such a dickhead right now, but uh, no, like, I, I really don't feel like people are really afraid of clowns the way that they claim to be. What about mall goths that wear can't sleep clowns we've will eat hit, me shirt? I think we've hit five, everybody. Oh. And we reached our quota, everybody. We got three more to go on the pedophile jokes. Okay. And we're, we're winding them down, so let's start cranking them out. Okay, so anyway, that's, that's mine, uh, my number two. That's a good number two. Thanks, dudes. Okay, let's move on. Dual cool. man. All right. Well, it's weird that that my number five was your number two because your number five was my number two. No joke. Which is Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Oh, my God. Strange. I'm actually really happy you picked that again because there was a story I meant to tell that I didn't. Oh, so good. Now, yeah, please talk about it so while now, I'm talking about Power Rangers. Once, once you tell your, your tale, I'll tell mine. <laughs> So um, it was almost like Power Rangers was designed for like six-year-old boys to freak the fuck out about. Like I don't know how they engineer these shows where like kids just go insane, like needing to get all of the toys and all of right, the, yeah. watch all of the shows, like with the Pokemon craze and the Goosebumps craze, like all those Goosebump toys that came out. <laughs> well, like you had to collect all the books. Right, you had to. Yeah. Aren't you weren't allowed to watch a show? Goddamn loser. <laughs> Um, but I mean, you know, I remember it was almost like I, I loved Ninja Turtles. And then just when I was starting to be like, maybe I'm too old for Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers hit the scene and it was like, fuck, I am obsessed with Power Rangers. Yeah, that's how I felt too. Everyone was was crazy about it. Well, Matt, you haven't really said anything about Power Rangers. Did you watch it when you were a kid? Yeah, I watched it. Oh, cool. That covers that. Yeah. Right. Dooley, you okay. were saying? Um, so, I mean, I think my first... Like I must have been six. My first crush was the Pink Ranger, <laughs> and like she would come on the screen, and I would just. That's go, so gross that they would show a woman ejaculating <laughs> on the onto the screen. <laughs> no, but uh, true, true story, true, actual, actual true story. She would come onto the screen, and I, <laughs> I gotta rephrase this. Rephrase that. <laughs> and I would literally blow my opportunity to. Uh, no, but seriously, um. It would show her on the screen, and I would go up to the TV and, like, kiss oh, the screen. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's even gross than what I said. I really hope you regret telling that story. <laughs> oh, I mean, I got nothing she to She was hot, though. 
She was in. Remember, she, uh, then she was in that gymnast movie or uh, or that anorexic. Um, that Lifetime movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could it, you think maybe you're thinking of Melissa Joan Hart? Definitely not. Definitely thinking of the Pink Ranger. You're thinking of Melissa yeah. Joan Hart. You guys can always. like separate those in your head. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that's not a problem for you. But yeah, no, that's a solid number <laughs> number two. Yeah, that's a great number two. Yeah, number anything else? It's a good number five too. That's it. <laughs> it's, a great show. it's a good number two. It's a wonderful number five. <laughs> um, so the story I was going to tell is that it's not really a story, but when I was a kid, I used to play. I guess it's a story. Uh, I used to play Power Rangers with like all the kids in, at recess, and we were never like we had a strict rule that you couldn't be a color of a Power Ranger that already existed. So we had to like make up our own color Power Rangers. That's oh. funny. Oh and, uh, god! And then we would fight the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus. <laughs> <laughs> Those were our, our nemesis. I love that. <laughs> but I also remember like, like talking. Yo, that blonde one is super hot. The blonde, <laughs> yeah, the Sand- from Hocus Pocus. That's um, Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, I did regret, you not know that was pre horse face? Oh, was that pre- okay? Yeah, she I was, was she was a miniature pony face right. back then. <laughs> she was a show pony face. <laughs> she was uh, she was pretty then. I don't think she was. She was. She smoking in that. I don't think she's. That, I, don't, I honestly don't even think she's that ugly. Like I know people say she is, but I don't she's she not has super. not aged well. Yeah, she has not, not like, aged as well as Matthew Broderick. Let's just put exactly. She does not sleep in Tupperware, which thus creates her older look. You know what? Maybe Sarah Jessica Parker, you should consider it. Yeah. When no. when I was a uh, little too, I used to um, like talk into my communicator. I wore like a communicator, a Power Ranger communicator, and I would like talk to Zordon in my communicator, like uh, what would you all, say the, back? all the time. Nothing, never. Like, <laughs> you, I think I got it from like McDonald's or Burger King or you something. You pure lunatic. Like all the time, just like walking. I love the imagination you had when you were a kid. <laughs> just it, walking down it, the street, it, being like, "There's another mission." You guys can't see, but I have like my arm up to my my mouth. And uh, I'd be like, there's another mission. And I'm like running and like jumping off of walls and stuff, pretending <laughs> oh, that I'm a Power Ranger. And I was like by myself. Like, I mean, obviously I did this with other kids too, but. Um, I'm sure. But not as often. No, well, no. <laughs> but uh, um, I might have been talking into my communicator well above the age of where I probably should have been. You know, like I should have been a little bit more mature. At the, Weird. Did you guys have a Megazord? Like a real one? No. I did. Yeah. I have the well, one that you could like clip it all together. I couldn't afford it. You a lucky real one. bastard. My so for Christmas, <laughs> I really wanted a me. Me- he didn't he couldn't even pull through. So I really wanted a, a Megazord, and I guess um, this is this is a story my dad told me. So he went to it was like the big craze, like that was like the gift that year. Yeah, it was the Megazord, and um, he like went to Toys R Us at like four in the morning. And even that, like, no one was there. And he was like, this is fucking crazy. Like, what am I doing up so early? But my mom, I guess, my mom was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, like this is serious business. You need to get this gift. Which is cool. I'm glad. I mean, that was so nice of them. Um, but they uh, they go, he goes to Toys R Us, and no one's there. So he, like, goes and gets a coffee <laughs> and then comes back, and there's a line down the street. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets a line, and they sell out of Megazords, oh. and they give him this, like, it was like a key ring <laughs> Megazord <laughs> That's so, what you got? You got that instead? He wound up getting me this weird Megazord that was like a remote control Megazord but it wasn't re- it, the remote control was wired to Ooh, the Megazord whoa. and it would like roll around I, it was a really miserable He went toy. up he was like please tell me you have more Megazords they're like nope just sold the last one to that guy and they he turned around and it was him. your uncle They laughed at him yeah. They laughed at him like it was fucking jingle all the way Yeah, I was looking for a turbo man Oh, man. Well, that's a good number two. Thanks. Number five, too. That's also a good number five. Um, yeah, the reason I wasn't talking about it because the Power Rangers is also my number two. Oh. Oh. 
Maybe you. I put it too low. Maybe I put it too you low. You bastards. Wow. However, however, <laughs> Dooley is making a lot of noise, but that's okay. Um, yeah, so I also, I totally agree with you. I freaked the fuck out. It, would, it was like engineered that way to I played make it us go crazy. And like, how it was like I, it was like the first time I remember being so engrossed in a show, like obsessing about it. Like, I remember two things very, very distinctly. Um, who the hell was the Green Ranger when he first oh. appeared? Oh yeah, I was like, remember what? hating wait, him? Wait, what? And then loving him? Right, yeah. It was like the first. <laughs> he like, went from heel my turn, like, like I hated him, and then he was my favorite. Yeah, everyone loved him. He had the freaking the the dagger flute thing, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and he called Tom- on the Dragon Zord. How cool is that? The freaking Dragon Zord, and then later on he became the White Ranger. I was just and say. that was even that was even cooler. Right, yeah. Yeah, and that's when he had the talking sword, right? When the White Ranger had the yeah, talking yeah. sword. Yeah, yeah. And I also remember I think I think that guy is still on the show. <laughs> yeah, I know the I'm guy who plays positive. the guy who played Billy the Blue Ranger, he's definitely still on the show. Oh, I thought you were gonna no. say he's dead. Is he dead? No, no he's not on the show. Dead. Only Train, train is, is dead. Right? No, no uh, Billy the Blue Ranger left the show. I actually have, I did a little factoid search on the show. Oh, I got a few things here down go. here. Um, so did I, I guess say uh, definitely? I didn't, right? No, you did. <laughs> um, so I guess the Blue Ranger left the show in the, at the end of the fourth season because... Oh, that's so early. Because <laughs> <laughs> because um, he uh, he's gay and I guess he was getting like legit harassed. All the time at the show, like really, like very derogatory and like very mean to him, and like Zordon's a homophobe. Right, yeah, <laughs> he was like, "You Earthlings and your same-sex <laughs> marriage, how dare you?" I think it was actually the robot. Yeah, that, that's Alpha. He's like, no. I think Alpha was gay. <laughs> so it's just my gay daughter. Aye, aye, aye. Billy, you're kissing another man. <laughs> <laughs> Does not compute. Does not compute. But um, yeah, so he did that, and then um, some other things I got. You said there's like a lot of episodes. There's over 700 episodes of that show. Gosh, good luck to you. That is insanity. And then um, I guess um, so a little factoid about it. It was um, two things. Only in so it was filmed in New Zealand, and only up only in 2011 was the show allowed to air in New Zealand. So they've been filming it there. See, I told you it was controversial. Yeah, they, yeah. Fil- they were filming it there for like however long. But I meant there New was New Zealand, though. There, yeah. was something, there was something about the show where they, it wasn't allowed to air in New Zealand. And then in Malaysia. No, was it Malaysia? Um, where are you getting do, 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 these do, 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 do. facts? I wrote them down on a piece of paper, so they're true. <laughs> um, do, 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 do. It doesn't say. Oh, some, some, some Asian country, the show was, um, it was censored, uh, censored because um, they thought the show was designed to get well, they were worried that it would get kids addicted to drugs. And the premise of that was because the word morphine was so close to the drug morphine. Who so, fucking cares? Asian people. What? I don't know. But that was, yeah, it was censored. So they, like, they, it was like a totally different show. And it was just called like Mighty Power Rangers? Which I guess is still a fine name for a show. Yeah, actually, I, I was thinking it was going to sound weird and it sounded fine. <laughs> Why didn't they just call it Mighty Heroin Addicts? Uh, we, just, we just got an, we just got another tidbit from our engineer written on an envelope and pen. Uh, apparently, acor- according to the, this one source, which I can't check at all, and this might be slander, but I really don't care. Um, according to him, the Red Ranger Jason did gay porn, <laughs> which also blew Alpha's fucking mind. <laughs> um, one thing about the Red Ranger is recently, like, well, I, I say recently, but I mean like in the last couple of years, there was this news story that came out that was like. Uh, Power Ranger actor 
like uh, accused of murder. I remember that. Yeah. And I was like, holy cow. And then everyone was saying, oh, it's the Red Ranger. The Red Ranger murdered this family on a boat. They like tied them to a um, to the anchor and threw them overboard and on this yacht. And I was like, holy cow, the Red Ranger is a murderer? But it ended up being this kid who was like in one episode and maybe like interacted with the Red Ranger. <laughs> but he's in one episode um, and... You know, and then it they, turned into that should not, the Red Ranger. That that should not be. All the other Power Rangers. That should not be like news. <laughs> I'm looking over at Dooley's phone right now, and there's pictures <laughs> of the Red Ranger doing gay porn. Oh my god, is it really? <laughs> that's really him. Yeah. So all right, I'm. I'm that's all I need it. is the internet is is that for confirmation. Wow, so. he's ripped. Yeah, he's of course he's, he's a Red Ranger. Good. You can't fight off putties being out of shape. Yeah, Jeez. it makes you fit, I guess. Wow, that's Super weird. Fun. I wonder if the Red Ranger and the Blue Ranger who got it on and made a Purple Ranger. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> uh, that old Purple anyway. Ranger. Wow. You know what's so funny is that that, that works. That joke works on a hundred different levels. Purple? Come on. Oh wow! Yeah, what a good joke. Jeez, I'm yeah. gonna have to write that down for later. You hear it here first, folks. Tell your friends. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's a really good number the two. Right. So um, let's uh, let's move on to our number ones. Wow, we D- made it. W- I, made K- it. I almost feel like I want to go last on this, but I know we, I know I can't. But um, don't break my number one. I I picked um, I picked this because it's not a kids show, but when I was a kid, I watched it. God, I hope it's Mork and Mindy. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's how old you are. I probably didn't start watching it until around like season seven or eight. Um, and that's because it's The Simpsons. There you go. I was going to put that, but and I know exactly where you're coming from as far as like We're the same age, so we're on the same demographic. But, um, yeah, I well, totally we'll agree. We'll do the top I mean, five of things that he was the, going to put on his list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, good, the, good choice. Right. The Simpsons yeah. is such a prominent show for like our little group that this show is going to have to have special super episodes when anything is Simpsons related. I know, and that's why I feel like almost like a lot of pressure for having even mentioned the Simpsons right. because... You gotta be careful. I gotta be careful. Like, um, no, just talk about the show, how much you liked it. You don't have to reference anything in particular. Yeah, well, I, I really hope I don't because I'll, I'll get going. I still watch The Simpsons today. I'm, I watch probably two episodes, you know, a day. I, um, I put them on before I go to bed. I... It just... I can't even calculate in my head how many Simpsons episodes I've watched... It's. Can, it, can you talk about like your first experiences with it? Yeah. So me and my brothers used to, um, me and my brothers and my mom used to watch The Simpsons, and I know a lot of kids weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons either. Yeah. Like with the Power Rangers. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. I, I'll agree with you on that one. <laughs> yeah. So kids weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons, and um, my mom loved it, so we got to watch it. And I remember thinking, like, when I was a kid, I was like really young, and thinking to myself, like. This is like what comedy is. Like this is what it means. Mm-hmm. And like there was nothing higher. Yeah, there there's and I still kind of agree with that statement. I definitely still agree with that statement. I don't know why I'm playing coy on that. Yeah. I absolutely <laughs> agree that like some of the best comedy in the world comes from the Simpsons. Absolutely. Um, Simpsons did it. Yeah. And uh, the 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 thing about that is that when I remember being like too young to make this this like um theory in my head, but I remember thinking like if somebody doesn't like The Simpsons, it's likely we won't get along. <laughs> and and I think that actually might be true for for uh, anybody in my life today. Everybody I know loves or at least appreciates The Simpsons on it's, a deeper it's level. It's strange because you don't find two people who are like, oh, The Simpsons. Right. Either you like don't really watch it or you love it. Yeah. yeah. I've never really experienced anyone say like, The Simpsons. Isn't funny. You know what I've come across kind of a lot? I guess not that much, but enough to mention is uh, people who would be like, 
Family Guy's better. It's like, it's come on, you know just what? Just different. Yeah. I, well, here's the thing: when Family Guy came out, and I must have been 12, so like, yes, Family Guy was more shocking, and that's it hit home with me a little more than The Simpsons was at that point in time. So, yeah, when Family Guy came on the scene for me, I was like, yes, Family Guy, this is shocking and crazy. Looking back on it, I mean, it's just to- it's totally different. Yeah, uh, Family Guy is maybe like The Simpsons for a new generation, which I hate to think think that that's even possible, but it's probably true that a new generation of people will grow up saying like, oh, Definitely. you know, Family Guy I mean, if was... you're growing up with current Family Guy and current Simpsons, then, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But, I mean, I, I'm such a big Simpsons fan, but the... New episodes of The Simpsons still make me laugh. I'm, I still. Yeah, I still like. I don't, I don't, I don't give them. I mean, that's that's a little unfair to be like, not as good as it used to be. Like, which I, it isn't, but you, you sh- it's a, it's a different, not a different show, but it's you know, it's a whole different yeah. staff of writers. And I was, I was talking about this with somebody, and uh, we were, I was like, oh no, these new episodes are good too, and uh, and they were saying, oh no, The Simpsons are only good up until the 14th season, and I was like. 14 seasons of The <laughs> Simpsons. What, like, how, what other show can claim that, that the first 14 seasons are great? Like, how do you... What, tell me one other show. I, I can't imagine. But, Mark uh, and Mindy. But, yeah, Mark and Mindy. Why does that keep coming up? I don't get it. But, uh, so anyway, when I was a kid, The Simpsons really, like, um, crafted the way that I see, like, humor and crafted a lot of the things about what I think is funny. And, um, I don't know, I just feel like if I had to choose, it's it's easily the most influential show in my life, and uh, it's a very good number one pick for me. Excellent yeah, pick. great, great pick. Dooley. All right. Do okay. it. Do right. it, Dooley. I feel like we can still talk about The Simpsons. Yeah, I know, but we, we can we talk can't, about The we Simpsons can't, We can forever. talk about The Simpsons for an entire <laughs> We're year. We're like purposely hobbling the conversation yeah. about right, The yeah. Simpsons. Yeah. Okay, so my number one, a show that I, um, as a child, was obsessed with, as an adult, is maybe even more obsessed with, and that's Ren and Stimpy. Mm. I was wondering when this was going to come up. Well, wonder no more. Here it is. <laughs> yeah, well, I just so had to wait I, the first hour. It's, it's funny because I can I I usually if I start talking about Ren and Stimpy to people, I'll be like, listen, I, I can talk about this for a really long time. So tell me to stop because I'll I just can talk about stop. Ren and Stimpy. Stop. All right, my number one is uh... <laughs> um came out came out in nineteen ninety and. It was revolutionary in a lot of ways. In the 80s, children's cartoons were primarily based off of, like, existing toys and and existing characters. Um, So, like, they had, like, they redid a Mighty Mouse show. And they had, like, G.I. Joe, Transformers. And they they would, networks would, would really only have cartoons that they could market to kids. So, they really weren't giving cartoon creators the freedom to make new characters and make new shows. Um, a lot of people refer to this as, as kind of a, a dark time for animation, a dark time for animation. Simpsons were out by that time, though. <laughs> so, you know, Simpsons were out. Just well, that, that was more like late, <laughs> late 80s, so it around the same... It wasn't the kids. It wasn't the kids. Cartoon too, so. yeah. but it's, it, well, the Simpsons definitely helped in that, in giving like a cartoon creator the, you know, that was a very rain over his own show. That was a very racy show too. Obviously, everyone knows that, especially like watching it now. Like, well, did you get a lot of the stuff uh, that they referenced from when you were a kid? Because I sure as hell didn't. Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. It would make me feel so weird all the time, and I loved it. 
um, so finishing up this backstory, uh, Nickelodeon decided to take a gamble. They gave uh, Canadian animator John Christopher his own show, and um, it was unbelievable. If you watch it, the animation is flawless. It, the first seasons, first season, John Christopher Lucy was the creator. He was the writer. He animated a lot of it, and it is on par with like some of the golden age of animation, Looney Tunes era. They consider it like animation treasure. It's, like yeah. it's it, unreal. And there's he wound cells up getting, of it in museums and stuff. He wound up getting fired from the show because he couldn't make deadlines. He was such a perfectionist that Nickelodeon's like, we, we have to let you go. And if you watch anything past the second or third season, in my opinion, it goes down to the Oof. Um, but it was a smash. It was a smash show. And I, my parents would wake me up in the morning to make me watch it. Like, you were really, going remember, to watch this show. It is funny. I remember <laughs> b- it being on SNCC. It was on SNCC later on. SNCC was like the late block of teen programming on Nickelodeon. Right. Yeah. On yeah. Saturday nights. And then it was um, on MTV. Was it? Yeah. It came back? Yeah. Very yeah, cool. There, there was they wound up giving John Christopher the rights back to the show later. Later on, he did a uh, adult run. That's very of cool. The show and the animation in that is just beautiful. Right. Yeah. This is a very very it's good incredible. looking show. Stimpy's invention. You watch it now and uh, ooh, I get chills thinking of it. Those like freeze frames of really gross stuff though. Yeah, I love that. They were that. they were paintings when they would do that. Oh they really? Would, yeah. They would they would. Be, they were actual paintings. I don't think I appreciated Ren and Stimpy enough when I was younger. Go it's, watch and it's it funny right cause, now. Uh, as, as kids, a lot of kids liked Rock, Rock Goes Modern Life a lot. Um, but, you know, I, I think that that's Ren another great show. Was, was uh, a great Rock Goes Modern Life is incredible. I'll have to say that for Ren some type, of, some type of Nicktoon show. <laughs> Alrighty. So, uh, I guess I'm going last here. All right. So, my number... <clears throat> oh, this just died on choking myself. My number one kid uh, show from when I was a kid and I was obsessed with the Power Rangers, but this show um, takes the friggin' cake for me. And that was the, um, and which is bad. Well, not bad, but the show definitely doesn't hold up today. Is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? There you cartoon. go. Hey, yeah, yeah I'm still glad that was up. mentioned. Yeah. I yeah, I love that show. <laughs> I don't know if it watch it. it, it oh, is it bad? I don't know. I just, yeah, I still remember. It's, it I don't know. It's all right. I mean, if if you liked it as much as I do, you probably give it a little bit more slack. But if you just like, yeah, I'll check out the show now that I'm. 28. It's like, I missed it when I was a kid, so I'll watch it now. You're like, this show sucks. But, um, no, I loved it. I, um, I had three birthdays, all themed Ninja Turtles. Um, there's, like, pictures of me as a kid, like, with a Ninja Turtle cake, a hat, a sweater, toys, and, like, a t-shirt, and just, like, covered in Ninja Turtle merch. <laughs> just, like, a super, super fan. It was a similar thing to Power Rangers. Yeah. Where you would just get obsessed. Oh, yeah. And then, um, I had a crush on April O'Neil. She was like my oh, first. God, that's so cute. <laughs> first crush. She was such a sultry redhead. Yeah, and then um, what else was there? Uh, yeah, I just. What about the movies? Did you like the movies? I love the movies. I still did. You love like them. the third one? When they go to Japan in the time time travel? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> oh yeah, because the I remember, turtle part makes perfect. You, you sense. know when you're a kid and you're critical kid. of nothing. Right. I remember seeing Ninja Turtles three in the theater and thinking to myself, "This movie sucks." <laughs> I was like, I like seven. That you, you can't di- uh, suspend your disbelief that they could be time travelers, but you're like, oh yeah, they're definitely like. Well, we've already accepted that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, time travel is just completely out of the realm of. Not for turtles, especially but, teenage mutant ninja ones. But the cartoon was your fave just oh of my all time. God, yeah. I, yeah. I wish I still had all my toys. I would, I would, I would have kept them if I could. Did you have the pizza shooter? Yeah, the, the like like big truck that would shoot pizzas out yeah. of it. Yeah, I remember that was like one of the first. I remember I got the uh, that turtle van for Christmas, and I 
fucking flipped out. He's like, yeah, because like you could like put one of like you could strap one of them into the door and you could hit a button the door to Jack and you could like kill the foot soldiers or whatever. And like just um just some quick facts about that show. Yeah, great. Uh, yeah, I'll you piece of no, no, oh, I want to hear. So that. in the movies, you mentioned the movies. Do you know who was the voiceover for Shredder? It was Uncle Phil from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, it's what? Like, that, that's so shocking, isn't it? Right. Yeah, I remember. I, read it, I was like, oh, what? <laughs> so yeah, Uncle Phil was that, and then um, I guess there was a live action show that ran on Fox in nineteen from 90, uh, 1997 to nineteen ninety eight. So it was live action. It was like kind of based from the movies, and they had um. They had a girl uh, turtle. Yeah, I, I know oh, about yeah, this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. It, her s- name was Venus de Milo. <laughs> well, yeah, that makes sense. And, and she had turtle tits. Yeah, she had a bunch of turtle she titties. She did, though. It was really weird. Yeah. 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 She uh, had the turtle baby snatch. turtle tits. Um, <laughs> turtle snatch. <laughs> <laughs> she, um, she had a real snapping turtle. <laughs> oh, God, guys. <laughs> hey, wait. She was teenage. I think that counts as a pedophile. And we've met our quota. <laughs> no, we're still two off. Oh, oh shit! Let's get working. I, right. I didn't think people would go back and count. <laughs> Thought we could fake it till we make it. You're probably right. Um, but yeah, so she was only in like a handful of episodes, and um, I guess um, I, I guess it's like a real taboo now to even bring her up to a lot of like the people who had anything to do with that show or anything to do with that sh- uh, the the branding at all. Um, but she just disappeared. Like they never gave her. She just didn't she stopped showing up on the show. They didn't write her off. She just gone. I wonder if, like, the actress who played her was just like, oh, I think I'm done she with sh- this. She shows up. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, she, that's why it stopped. She shows up to work in full turtle costume. <laughs> hey, I'm ready. Yeah, you're you're going to be in the sewer today. <laughs> <laughs> right. But um, one one last thing I'll mention about this that, like, I just found out today. And if, if this had happened back when uh, I was watching these shows religiously... I probably would have just, like, I would have literally exploded. My head would have just blew up. (laughs) So I guess during that 1997 uh, live-action run, um, there was a crossover episode between the Ninja Turtles and the Power Rangers, uh, the space one. What? Hmm. Yeah. Oh wait, the space one. I was, I was out of Power. I was out of Power Rangers too. But that's what I'm saying. But if that happened, if that happened younger, yeah. Holy shit! There was um in like so. I guess the premise of the show was like um. Whatever the villain was for the Space Ranger episodes, um, does something to the Ninja Turtles where they become like her slaves, I guess, and they fight the Power Rangers. The Ninja Turtles fight the Power Rangers. Naturally, I have to watch. Now I have to go back and watch that episode because I want to see what it was like. I don't well, think Venus de Milo is in that one, but uh, they're both uh, they're both using kung fu though. Actually, you know what? Venus de Milo is in that one. I remember seeing a clip of that online now that I'm thinking about oh, it. No. And they like meet the Power Rangers and like shake their hands. This is easily disproved. She comes out with her turtle tits. <laughs> <laughs> turtle titty. Distracts the Power Rangers. <laughs> if if that's not true then that's this is so easily disproved. <laughs> but uh, I think I saw a clip on YouTube for that, so look it up. I can't wait yeah. to submit this podcast to Mythbusters, and they can just debunk all the facts. Oh. They'd be like, anytime that BWK kid opens his mouth, he's saying something incorrect. <laughs> oh, definitely this and definitely that. But, <laughs> I, know, uh, I always use such strong language when I yeah. say things I'm unsure of, too. That's, um, that's my number one, and that's it. So um, let's real quick, because the show's running a bit long. Um, real quick, we'll just go around. Honorable mention. Just name, uh, name one thing and one fact. Uh, BWK. Kablam. Kablam's a great yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's another like kind of like sketch comedy show with a bunch of recurring characters. Yep. And then remember, there was a spinoff of, spinoff of that show for uh, Action League. Now yep. they had their yep. own show. 
Yeah. With the flesh. <laughs> Meltman. The flesh himself, yeah. yeah. No, uh, uh, Kablam is actually was wicked funny when I was younger, and I had the same sensation that um, that you did, Dooley, where it was like, I was like, I better be home in time for Kablam. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I had that. That Interesting. I didn't know anyone who loved Flam that much. Yeah. <laughs> I also used to tape it. We used, we used to tape it. So, um, you know, we in case we didn't, we weren't right, home just in case. Yeah. That's my honorable mention. Blam. Honorable mention. Um, shit, I just had one and now I'm blinking. Matt, you do it. Oh, geez, Louise. All right. So my honorable mention, um, it was on the same day as, uh, well, actually only the fourth season was on his channel, but the other ones were on ABC. But uh, one show I l- really liked, I still like today, is um, the Beetlejuice cartoon. Oh, yeah. I love that show. I just like that kind of imagery, the Tim, Burton-es- Tim Burton-esque type of stuff. Um, the theme song was great. I used to have a great. crush on Lydia, on oh. animated Lydia. <laughs> She's so hot. Molgoth I- number six. <laughs> I used to um, have a lunchbox that had you know Beetlejuice on it, and when you opened the thermos, Lydia used to say something. I don't remember what, but... She like, like, hey, what's your- up? I'm Lydia from Beetlejuice. But don't you think that that's odd? <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your beverage. <laughs> don't you think it's odd that Lydia would say something instead of Beetlejuice? Yeah, like, Lydia. Yeah. All right, well, she's, um, she's more uh, accessible, I guess. Honorable mention, you guys ready for this one? Yeah. Wienerville. Oh, my Ooh, God. Wow. I haven't thought of that in a really long time. Wienerville. And they have those games? With Mark Wiener. Yeah, man. Brilliant name. That was, that was brought up in my apartment the other day, and I almost shit. I totally forgot about that. Wait, what I did, did you, too, what did right you learn so much about it? Uh, Dottie. He would play a, a woman with a puppet body. <laughs> it was his face with a puppet body. I don't. I don't think that show holds up. No, probably not. Do, uh, just um. Well, no. Please continue. I'm sorry. I was just. No, that's it. I was. That's gonna, it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I just think that we would be doing ourselves a great disservice if we didn't say Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah. At least once during right. this podcast. That, well, I'm, I think I think we're gonna do game shows at some point too. Yeah. So I mean, I most just, of the stuff I we're gonna do. Already like hearing oh, the comments. Guys, on I hate this. that we have to end this podcast. I know. Like, just want to oh, hang so out much, all day. So much more I want to talk no, about. No, we're we're so far over. It's stupid. Okay. We'll, we'll, <laughs> Where are we at? How long is this podcast? We're just under an hour and a half. Hey, plug the uh, email address. All right. So please, 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 please go to our Facebook, like our Facebook. I know we got a lot more downloads than we have friends, so somebody's <laughs> listening to this stupid show. Um, go to facebook.com uh, slash top five of death. Add us there. Uh, I'm tr- working on a website. We're working on other things. Working on a website. Clicking on a website. What? Go ahead. All right. Anyway, uh, we're working on a lot of stuff, but um, send us feedback through the Facebook. Um, if not, we also have an email address, which is top five of death at Gmail. Send us an email. Tell us what you like about the show, what you don't like. And give you know suggestions. What? Yeah, I was going to say, give us suggestions because yeah. we can't think of everything ourselves. You want to hear our top five <laughs> list? <laughs> you want to listen to our podcast? Yeah. you got to work Seriously, for it. Get don't over leave here. This to us. Don't Set leave up the this shit. To us. Edit it down. Be funny. Do something. I'm sick of doing this myself. <laughs> All right? Get off your wow. lazy asses. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm sorry. There's no way to make but, friends. Well, whatever. You don't want friends with salad. Save that. Save hey, it. hey. We'll save, save it for the Simpsons. Save it for the Simpsons. But yeah, so top five of death on Facebook. Search us on iTunes. Sub- subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, leave us reviews. Leave us five-star reviews. Anything that helps us get any type of notoriety. Um, we're going to be doing other stuff uh, as soon as we can. Um, some things are in the works. I want to eventually merch and this, that, and the other thing. Um, but, yeah. Matt, so, these poor people need to get on with all their All right. Lives. I know. I know. I'm rambling. But I just have so, so many ideas. I can't stop. But, um, all, right, all right. So Signing off. Love you so guys. Signing Love off. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and I, and I want to say something else. Uh, and, as always, uh, smell you later.